You're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of October 8, 2022. Our local stories this week feature a solar project near Ainsworth, a mural in Washington, and cat adoptions. But first, the big picture. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. At a Washington County Supervisor meeting Tuesday morning, Domestic Violence Intervention Program Volunteer Coordinator Allison Tippy said the group was seeking declarations from local governments across eastern Iowa. Um, so, as you read in the proclamation, uh, this month is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so for us, uh, we do a lot of community outreach um, during this month to make sure that people are aware of the scope of our services and they are connected um, to us in the ways that they need to be, whether that's hospitals, whether that's um, law enforcement. We, we really try to make sure that we're re, um, re- reinvigorating those relationships so that we can be as connected to our communities as possible. At a Washington City Council meeting that night, DVIP Community Engagement Coordinator Megan Foster said the need for help was growing fast. We have seen a dramatic increase in the numbers. Uh, From FY21 to FY22, the number of victim survivors that we have served in Washington County has increased by 55%. So we really appreciate everything that you do as a municipality to help us raise awareness for this issue and help shine a light on uh, this, this really significant problem. Foster said the spotlight on domestic issues was an important way to fight the problem. Domestic violence thrives and, and continues to permeate our communities because it is a crime that is occurs behind closed doors. It's secret. Victim survivors are often uh, secluded and isolated by their abusers. And so it's just, you know, events like this, proclamations, showing your support helps bring the issue out of the shadows and helps us all work together to end domestic violence in our community. So I really appreciate the proclamation. That's the big picture. Stay tuned for the local news right after the break. This week's show is brought to you by Cafe Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici's serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The Value Meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the Blue Plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. You don't need a plane ticket to save Italian food and award-winning cuisine. Company representatives spoke with regulators and community members at a public meeting for the Goldfinch Solar Project last week. The planned project north of Ainsworth would use easements to build a 30- to 50-year solar facility on around 2,000 acres currently used for farmland. Advocates of the project, like Conifer Power Vice President of Development Chad Little, said it would be an economic boon for the community. When this project is operational, let's say in 2025, when you calculate all the land payments that we make to our neighbors and to our landowners that are hosting facilities, we're about $2 million annually into the community just to our landowners. 
Over the life of this project, we're looking at over $10 million in additional property taxes for the taxing districts. In terms of construction jobs, we're looking at about 228 new local jobs during construction. And then of long-term jobs, you know, we're looking at the impacts resulting in about 10 local uh, long-term jobs in Washington County. Uh, one thing I did have on the list, and I don't know why I didn't, is the impact on this community and the schools. You know, right now, the, the way that the estimate is right now, we're looking at over 100,000 a year for each of the school districts. It's split a little differently based on how the land actually, you know, what, what school district each land parcel is involved with. But we're looking at over 100,000 a year in benefits for the school districts. Others are more skeptical, including Molly Hertzler, who lives near many of the lots already signed into easements. How will um, the devaluation of the property for the people who do live beside that, because there will be some, nobody wants to live beside one of these, um, so how will that be compensated? Because the $10,000 that's being offered as far as the good neighbor policy isn't going to touch that. While the facility would raise Washington County's tax base, Supervisor Marcus Fedler said at a meeting the following day that it wouldn't mean extra revenue for the schools. And it, it made it sound like, I think, at the meeting that, that would, the school district would get more money. But my understanding is um, schools get funded by student population, not by uh, the surrounding tax base. So um, in general, uh, theoretically, what it would do is lower the taxes for everybody else. And the gentleman in the office had brought, or in the audience had brought that up last night. And he, I think by all estimates, he's right. I, I don't see it being, unless they actually write a check to Highland School District, I don't see how Highland School will get any more money unless more kids attend there for some reason. Um, anyway, all to say it was a good meeting. Um, good project. I think it's a good project for Washington. One speaker during public comments who did not identify himself said the site would trade off with important crop production. This free enterprise, I, I don't hold grudge people that lease your ground, that's, that's their privilege, but why do we have to keep using this Class A crop land for this kind of projects? Why can't we use some pasture ground or non-productive ground? It's, it's a crying shame. A mural won by the city of Washington in a state contest is now complete. The painting features 10 different visual components of the community, painted into each letter of the city's name. Washington Chamber of Commerce Director Michelle Redlinger had a hand in the design. She said she was happy with how it turned out. I tried to think about different aspects in the community, so what might be important to um, the, the people that have been in our community um, for their entire life those who um, are are younger, younger at heart, um, people who are active or people who are in the arts or involved with agriculture um, and kind of our, our growing Hispanic population. And so that was what I was trying to include. Um, so when people look at it from the community, they can see themselves hopefully in, in one piece of it anyway. The mural was made by artist Ben Shaw. He said he hoped it would have an impact. Um, I just think it's important for people to realize that public art is accessible and that this is their mural and they, um, the people who interacted with me were appreciated. I think it's, um, it's critical to know uh, what's happening in your community and I think it's, it's a very positive direction for, um, for, for the town to expand their presence. And they, they already have a number of murals, so it's good to see that number increasing. 
Paws and More announced Thursday that it would be waiving fees for the next 20 cat adoptions. Shelter director Amber Talbot said the building needed to clear room after a cat hoarder in Mount Pleasant left 50 animals in need of rescue. We said 20 for right now is our initial goal because we have about 20 that are in our intake room. The intake room is where cats are quarantined and get evaluated before they go out into the adoption room. And so we have about 20 that are waiting to move out into the adoption room, but the adoption room is full right now. So we're just a little bottlenecked with space. While a volunteer is now taking care of animals at the house, Talbot said placing them elsewhere would be a challenge, as state agencies are already occupied. The Animal Rescue League in Des Moines is an organization that, you know, we've all worked with in these larger scale hoarding situations, but they are in a tough situation right now themselves. They had just asked all of us for help a couple weeks ago with an over 70 cat hoarding situation. And then ironically, today, they are also dealing with another 20 cat hoarding situation. And so, you know, it's not going to, they're not going to be able to help us right now because they're also kind of dealing with two major situations. So um, this is going to be something where we're really hoping everybody can just band together and help. Talbot said the problem was worsened by a lack of animal shelters close to Mount Pleasant. Henry County has no services. So the attorney had told me this gentleman, he, he was just basically rescuing all the cats. I mean, he was trying to be the shelter himself. And it, it's just really sad when so many surrounding counties and communities that don't have animal services. And this is a direct, um, you know, impact of that. That's the local news. Stay tuned for the best news I've heard all week right after this. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Washington artist Paige Flotterud has begun a human kindness campaign, leaving works of art in public spaces for whoever finds them first. She said she was inspired by a random act of kindness when she received an anonymous card in the mail. But I make a lot of art. Like, I, I make it because I like to make it. And so, um, I don't want to, like, I also don't want to hoard it in my studio. Like, I don't see the point of that. I make it to make people happy. It makes me happy. And so, that's why I kind of do this. I did it once to test it, and I felt so good after leaving that first piece of art that, like, nothing can compare to doing something nice for somebody that you don't even know who it's going to be for. You just feel so excited and, like, it's exhilarating. Thanks for tuning in. Washington Weekly Review is property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. You can get your ad on the show by calling 319-653-2191. If you want to support the show without spending money, share this week's episode with someone you know. We really appreciate the help. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week.